where I tell you, Joe, that I also agree with Chunks is rating a pop star. Wait, oh man, it? I oh no 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 no. Here I had a I'm fucking sick intro planned, <laughs> and now you oh fuck. All right, well, welcome to the Horror Throwdown podcast. We re uh, we take a Brendan Fraser movie and a horror movie released in the same year, and then pair Brendan up with the villain of that horror movie and see if Brendan would survive. Uh, that was pretty much it. I'm pretty low energy today. This is Joe's Kincaid. I'm gonna let the boys take us over. So yeah, go ahead. Wimmy Wham Wazzle, it's your boy, Cisco. Yep, okay, I regret this immediately. <laughs> oh, boy. I, was, okay. I, I thought we were going to leave the Wimmy Wham Wazzles in 2021, but uh, here we are. It's still 2021. Okay, um, but at the time of this release, it's going to be 2022 or 2022. I don't know. It's going to be another year. That's all I know. And we're leaving the Women Wham Wazzle back. Oh, no, I just said it. Look! It's Slurms McKenzie! He's the original party worm! Ooh! <laughs> Women Wham Wham Wazzle! Let's party! Doesn't it feel right. good? Well, there's always that. next year, yeah. We can start yeah, next better year. Better luck next 2023, year. 2023, no more Women yeah. Wham Wazzles. Oh, shit. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> Because then what if someone listens to this in 2023? Okay, yeah, well, Cody Riley's back. Hello. Thanks for being here, buddy. A frequent guest. You've been on, like, three episodes now, right? Yeah, it's been a long time, though. Biggest Boston Red Sox supporter I know. So, I will oh, my kill God. You. He's, just, he's choosing chaos tonight. And honestly, You know, whenever fe- whenever Fever Pitch is on, I always turn it off. There's a scene where they're in the bar where it's like, the Red Sox are not coming back when this has never been done. I turn off the movie so it never happens. <laughs> so i was hoping 2022 would be a fresh start we'd just be like super professional again just go into what we we're talking about like the movies of the week yada yada, yada discuss but but you three are why we can't have nice things spoiler alert we still why the same who bitches. we are now look hold on i'm not trying to bury the lead here but yeah i'm the same dumb bitch i was last year and guess what i'm gonna be the same dumb bitch next year also it's, it's still but hopefully i'm gonna still... be in a better health, mental health space that's all i want same dumb bitch true. but better mental health so we know that's not happening that's the dream the trunks even introduce himself i'm like trying minutes in he's he's tried we haven't stopped talking yet <laughs> sick motherfuckers just trying to say my name trying to introduce myself this is why you shouldn't do drugs kids and this is our third co-host trunks the island mules i'm an island <laughs> an yeah. entire named, island named after the movie you're a clone Cause yeah because he's so mm. tiki yeah okay if that, i brought it back if trunks was any state he'd be hawaii if i was any state it'd be like alaska uh, <laughs> i feel like utah it'd be one of the boring ones you're mormon oh shut up you know you know how joe feels about mormons wow okay so speaking of mormons we're talking about the year 1999 <laughs> today going back to 99 baby we're talking about Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone in the classic rom-com Blast from the Past going up against M. Night Shyamalan's iconic debut movie After Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for me. No, The Sixth Sense. Uh, shit. It's not even his debut movie. He had like no, two or three before not. it. Well, it's I didn't do my homework. Hit, though. I, yeah, it's his first big That's hit. This, was the, this is the one that put him on the map. This is the movie that came out and everyone's like, he's the new Spielberg. Like this is <laughs> this is the one everyone was excited to for. to refer to my letterboxed review of this movie that I just watched. It's it's wild to think that M Night Shyamalan, like this is the same dude who directed The Sixth Sense, just fucking made old. <laughs> like it doesn't. See, make I sense haven't seen me. it yet, and I, I need to see I, old. 
Yeah, anything I think after... I'm just gonna buy old for the Voodoo. Fuck it. Like it's one of those movies where I'm just gonna. Yeah. You know the village is like his like watch party. Okay, this is where it's getting a little ridiculous, mm-hmm. and then like after, everything after that is just awful. How dare you talk about Lady in the Water like that? I I mean Split was good. Uh, I guess that's true. He started to kind of come back with Split, but Glass is not good. I liked Glass, but I'm also I, I, I'll I save like this for the Shyamalan season. We should. That would be a. That actually is not a bad idea because his filmography is not like massive. Can no. I be on the Avatar episode? Nope. Okay. That was directed by James Cameron. No. <laughs> He's talking about <laughs> Avatar 2. That's also directed by James Cameron. Is he doing them? <laughs> and I just need to... I, I I know everyone has their opinions and whatever. I respect you. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But I do have to put this out. Cisco, don't cut this out. I need this on record. No one asked for the Avatar sequels. My dad no one did. asked for them. Who's dad? My dad did. He was very like ready for it. Okay, so all right. Um, this trunks, it's very nice to James Cameron to make a movie for anymore. my dad and only my dad. <laughs> I, I mean, so James Cameron's just pouring billions, billions of dollars in this movie for your father. I like. I really love the fact that he's kind of hit the point in his career where he's like, I have enough money to make five more of these movies nobody wants just because I want to make them, and I'm here for that. Let him do it. I just hope it's kind of like a like a Star Wars prequel situation where like at least in the process he invents several new filmmaking processes that like push the genre forward. Right. Like pod racing. Like pod racing. Exactly. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Revolutions. That's what I call M. Night Shyamalanin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cody, how you been? How how'd you th- first of all, before spoiling anything? Did you enjoy both of these movies this week? I did one much more than the other. That's a good to, tease to dive into that. Some that's a yeah. good that's a good little tease. All right, and I think I know which one that is. Was it Blast from the Past? No. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I don't get me wrong. I like Blast from the Past. It didn't hold up from what I remember when I was a kid, though. Um, but we'll we can get into that. Well, let's we... talk about it. Blast yeah. from the Past was released on uh, February twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. Had a budget of thirty-five million dollars and only made forty million worldwide. So, you know, we don't we don't we normally only talk about money makers on this podcast, Cisco, but <laughs> not this week, buddy. I, you know, huh? money. I don't know if my math's wrong, <laughs> but forty is more than thirty-five. So, yeah, but it to made break even, money. you have to make three times the budget. I don't no, know if that's how money. math works. Even if you make but a you, dollar more, you learned that from so you learned that from Mr. Rex, Hanjo. Huh, you remember that? I did. I did, yep. so I can teach idiots like these. Idiots that no, this movie lost money. One money. It didn't. <laughs> okay, it has a fifty-eight percent fresh tomato meter, and a fifty-six percent uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was directed by Hugh Wilson, who directed another Brendan Fraser film from nineteen ninety-nine. Does anyone know what that is? Can't How many think. movies did he make in that year? A lot of he made a lot. Between it's like three or four years that like he did eight movies in. Don't look it up either. It's it's one it's one we all liked. Yeah, Twilight of the Golds. It yeah. is not one we all liked. <laughs> I looked it up. It is one we all liked. <laughs> Encino Man? We love Encino Man here. Encino Man is before that, I think. Encino Man is 93. We all liked the other movie that Hugh Wilson directed no, with Brendan Fraser. Wait, what not. was it? Because I don't Bedazzled? I need to know. It was Dudley Do Right. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, it should have been Dudley. I'm glad I wasn't on that episode. You mean Snidely Whiplash the movie? Yeah, See, Snidely Whiplash the movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Dudley do right now. No, 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 no. That kind of makes me some. not like uh, Blast from the Past anymore. I'm kind of mad at Blast from the Past. Oh, no, man. <laughs> All right, now that we did the fan service, you know, niche jokes from Dudley Do-Right for our diehard niche. fans. This is this is Devin's shout-out. Gets one every episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> I remember watching Blast from the Past a lot when I was a kid. Let me briefly say what it's about. A naive man comes out into the world after spending 35 years in a nuclear fallout shelter. Uh, so, yeah, Brendan Fraser is apparently supposed to be 35 in this movie. And I'm glad they addressed it in it because I was like, yeah. he does not look 35 at all. He wasn't he was, even 35 He was at 30 when they filmed it. So he looked younger because he was younger. But I don't know. I was like, how did people age in the late 90s? What's crazy is even this compared to like The Mummy, Mm-hmm. which also came out in 99 if i'm not wrong he looks 10 years younger in this than he does in the mummy that made me wrong. wonder when they filmed this as opposed to the mummy because he is like scrawnier in this movie too and i'm like isn't he like pretty buff in the mummy and you're not gonna lose muscle mass like that if you film that first he filmed this before gods and monsters and then he probably filled the mummy after the gods and monsters mm, you can see the progression he was beefy in gods and monsters yeah but anyways yeah, Blast from the Past. He's literally born in a fucking fallout shelter. His parents are Christopher Walken and Sissy Spacek. <laughs> Christopher Walken just doesn't even play characters in movies, does he? I feel like this no. is just him. This is just him. He just like lets different everything of his, like, obsessions come out in each movie. Yeah. yeah. And this one was Yacht Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> like that was brought up so many times. He ended up buying 20. They're even like, what does he need 26 yacht batteries for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, you can tell this movie came out pre 9 11 because, like, he, he is acting so like weird yeah, that if this was after 9 11, they'd be like, why is he buying, buying 20 yacht, yacht batteries? <laughs> like, call like the NSA. Like, oh, because he's on firm battery acid. That's uh, what anthrax is battery acid i'm not gonna fact check that bob strap check, check <laughs> that from the record please google that uh i want to shout out sissy spacek too as strike that from the record too great. he was so what funny okay what about dave foley as troy he okay i did dave not foley recognize like, him at all in this i, I did when he talked but like <laughs> i'm not used to seeing a dave foley who's not gray you know like he had dark hair and yeah. i was like who is this guy like seeing bruce willis with hair it just it's weird this is the second bruce willis movie we watched for this podcast where he's had hair i know it's pretty it's been pretty jarring Within so the months too. yeah they think there's like a nuclear apocalypse going upstairs fucking brendan fraser is born they decided to name him adam and guess what his love interest name is bill newick eve rustikoff there, there you go i just didn't want to say it i don't know why yeah <laughs> uh, all of us didn't want want to give you the the joy of doing uh, yeah. it. I didn't, want, I didn't want it. I didn't fucking want it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I so this was my first time seeing this, and uh, mine too. I of all of the like '90s Brendan Frasers that we've watched now that I haven't seen, this is one of the few that I I don't think jumped to like a pretty classic level movie for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this a lot. Um, 
and I, I'd gladly watch it again. But it, I don't know. I, I, I remember the ads for this when it was coming out, and I remember being pitched as like an over-the-top slapstick comedy. Like it's hilarious. But I found it to be pretty mild, and then just kind of mm-hmm. like sweet, sweet and romantic. Oh yeah, this is a very it cute. Char- movie. It's yeah, it's like a charming movie. Yeah, which I we've talked about plenty of times. Like '90s Brendan is like charming is the only way to describe him. Yeah. I will say I did laugh harder in one scene during the sixth sense than I did during all of my time watching Blast from the Past. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that was, but we'll get to okay. that. Was my but... boy shotgun head? <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. That was the second time I laughed. Okay, but we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, but Blast from the Past, man. I just like you guys said, I thought it was much like even watching it growing up, like I remember it being like funnier, but maybe that was just like my brain like trying to make it be funny and i also watched this one a lot growing up and i don't know why probably explains why, why we have this fucking show you know what i mean yeah yeah it'll all check it's it's funny because i like the whole time ever since you guys started this i was like i want to be on the blast from the past episode and i was like i love that movie and then i was thinking about it's like the only part i remember is about the adult bookstore that's literally the only thing i remember <laughs> yeah and the but, adult bookstore yeah. is not really a scene like that long no, it's not. <laughs> Do you remember when, is, is it when Christopher Walken goes in and starts going, yow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As Christopher Walken yeah, does, my, yelling yow. That's my best friend. That's my best friend, people. I know, I know, I know it gets him. Um, I thought that everyone was great in this movie, but I thought that Alicia Silverstone was such a downer for like, she was like too much of a downer for most of the movie. And I'm like, it's so hard to like her. And it's like, why does he I, like her so much? I actually really liked her in this and i i feel like their relationship is kind of stupid because it is very like she is the first girl he meets yeah and, like talks how lucky to. is that and it's like who would have there's that whole scene where they like go where she finally like takes him out to a bar and he meets a couple other people uh and for that scene to end with Ugh. him coming just back he meets a couple people he swoons people yeah. oh he at does that bar he does a good job <laughs> this is my new friend uh, hi. <laughs> Adam Weber. Hi. I'm Heather. Heather? Yes. I don't believe I've ever heard that name before. <laughs> yeah, do you dance? Do I dance? Why, I took a dance lesson every day in my life up until a couple of days ago. <laughs> You're kidding. No, no, I didn't. Shall we dance? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple people. Also, like real quick, he's a great dancer. Like I was watching that, I was like, "Oh my god!" He's we could have told you that with George of the Jungle. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's like we know him as kind of a very physical actor, as somebody who does his own stunts, yeah. and to kind of not think that that also could easily translate to the ability to like learn to dance well is, I think. I lost my train of thought there, but I, I think like it, it shouldn't be as much of a surprise that he's like able to like do a great like dance scene when at the yeah. same time he's like able to physically like run and jump over a car and shit in other movies. Yeah, but we only see that side of him really, you know, like where he's like this physical like comedic actor, but like to see him yeah, dance, yeah. it's like he's this goofy guy that we see in every movie, just like acting super goofy. Even in The Mummy, he's kind of a, like a goofy guy. But he's like, he can actually move. Okay, hear me out for a second to go back to one of your original thoughts. As someone who's a super sweet, naive, innocent boy like Brendan Fraser myself, 
I like I I like those I like those negative pessimistic oh people, man. God. Like I go for it. It's like I, I thought this was really fucking like that was the best joke hey, you've ever done. Thank you. <laughs> the only thing I that I felt unsatisfied with was the end. I felt so like the climax felt so like underwhelming. I'm like, that's yeah. she literally just finds him walking down the street. That was a little. No, that's like, fine. That's even fine too. But the whole extra like five minutes after that, I thought was very necessary. Joe just didn't want I to th- see my boy become rich. Oh, I really like that. I liked the them building the parents the house like out in the I middle like, of nowhere where they don't have to like. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess back. I like all that too. Strike all that from the record. What I didn't like was like that last conversation. Or Tim and the dad like, talking. To... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I. I I kind of like the idea that like the dad is so far gone that the very last thing we see in the movie is him like step counting the space in the backyard to build another fallout shelter. I yeah. think like, it's canon that that actually was a real scene between Brendan and Christopher Walken. They're trying to explain <laughs> to him that there never was a nuclear blast. <laughs> and there's like, fuck it, film it. <laughs> we give up! That's kind of how it went. My God! Commies! You have to hand it to them. No, we didn't drop any bombs. Oh, yeah. Our evil empire has collapsed for us. I'll bet they even asked the West for aid. Right? Um, I think they... I thought, um, I, it's funny, at the beginning I was like, Christopher Walken seemed way too eager to be in the fallout shelter for 35 years. He's like, he's it's not boy. so bad down. Yeah, he loved being down there. He's a chud, baby. I, he's a chud through, through and through. <laughs> I it definitely like they a couple times kind of mentioned like how it's like he <laughs> real chud boy. At the beginning, they definitely mentioned that he's like you kind of hear. There's that opening party scene where you hear just kind of people talking about him. Oh, they're talking you, firm shit. About yeah, him. they're talking firm shit about it, but I feel like they do a lot of character development very quickly in that where they're just kind of like yeah he was kind of a nobody until he invented a few things and now he's super rich and yeah. like his like idiosyncratic like idiosyncrasies are completely unchecked because he's rich and it's the yeah. 60s so like i don't know I, I mean it's a good thing they had the fallout shelter like a bomb didn't crash but their house was destroyed by a like, yeah they would have died anyway <laughs> they like would have died Hey, then I, it would have saved us almost two hours of movie. Am I right, boys? Yeah, <laughs> they they did the not need cute, to though. lock Watch it, it right away. But I yeah. love I love like how much his character was like. He didn't he didn't have to talk about it or anything. But he's like got literally a second house under his house, and it's like built the same and everything mm-hmm. except just with no outside. And I was like, that's fucking like that's an insane person to build a bigger house underneath the house that they're living in just in case. What I thought was really okay but it worked out for them because they would have died (laughs) what i thought was funny and i kind of hope is true is that because downstairs the house looks identical to the one upstairs it's laid out the same but the only way you can really tell it's different is you can see up like where the ceiling should be and there's no ceiling right and i'm convinced that's the same set as for when they're filming upstairs they just angle the camera enough that you can see like it's it's a set uh, that's 100% like I, what they did. You have very nice ceilings. Do I? Well, you like ceilings. Not particularly. Ah, 
Well, I hope like this. Well, is I thought that was fun. I think we should add that to the fun facts on IMDb because there's not much about this fucking movie. No, I looked at the trivia and I was like, none of this, like half of it's not about the movie. No, it's about like, like Christopher about Walken cards. and Alicia Silverstone being in excess baggage together. Yeah, <laughs> two of them like, said that, it. I think. Yes. And so I think if we just throw in a little fact like that, which honestly is pr- probably true, we're not liars. We use our brains. Some of us, anyway. Who? Who of us? <laughs> Say who? I'd, I'd rather not. Uh, let's just go back to the movie. I don't want to. <laughs> say who? Anybody. Say who of us? Say who of us is clinically insane. I mean, okay. clinically insane. Clinically? I don't know about clinically, but well, I mean, I'm I'm one of the sane ones. You know what they say? One out of four. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the movie. <laughs> Christopher um, Walken, just like a truly insane man. But then at the end, it's just like, what is he racist? I mean, he's anti. He's from... he's, he's against like communism. <laughs> I I feel like it's interesting that like we kind of get a glimpse of like preserved 60s like mindset so they come out and it's like you can tell they're not bad people but with him too his his whole like he has an interaction with a black person right after uh, oh my god right after he comes out and it was uncomfortable to watch i think i yelled oh my god like like, audibly out loud when he did that he's like i don't want to say it because it makes me so uncomfortable exactly but but like it was weird because it was like clearly like they've it's one of those it's, ones where it's like trying to talk about sensitive topics and how that's changed over the years how people think like mass thought on these things can be really uncomfortable the way it's it's brought up in movies especially from yeah. the 90s the 90s didn't know how to handle that shit yeah well even thinking of him as a character it's like he's literally known two people for his entire life for 35 years so to see anybody different especially somebody with different skin color it's gonna yeah. be shocking to them. I like. I'm surprised they didn't develop their own like insane language or something in the bunker. Like, I, I feel like they, he comes out <laughs> of the bunker too normal. I mean, my boy was speaking like 40 different languages. Yeah, yeah, he, he did French, a pretty good job he knew, of. He knew Latin. Yeah, he knew Latin. This guy German, was in French. Yeah, this guy lived under the the sewers, and he's smart than all four of us combined. <laughs> I thought it was so. I, I thought it's funny that he was a genius, but like he learned everything else so easily. But like his dad tried to teach him baseball, and he could not get it. Although like, they touch on it later on, I, I was, I was, I was like, bring it up. I knew, I, I knew like, they get you. Me and Cody know that just no matter what, just a frustrated dad with their son in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the movie, I thought it was funny because you see him as a teenager and he's trying to learn baseball, and then when he's thirty-five, he's still trying to teach him how like what baseball is, and he's still not getting it. Until he finally goes outside and sees a softball game in progress. Like, you have to see I, it in person. <laughs> that scene was, like, silly to me, because the fact that the dad is so incapable of explaining it, but then he can see it and instantly but understand. So snow, like, but, but yeah, his dad is so smart at so many fucking things, but just can't explain the concept of baseball. I And, like, the fact that he never was just like, okay, like, let's joke. go over in that corner of the bunker, and we're going to play baseball like you know you this could... movie's the best comedy i've seen all year it's so smart oh my god oh god joe he could have drawn like a diagram or something he, mm-hmm. like he like he literally didn't just put like he probably did draw a diagram paper. they had the they had the um chalkboard in the classroom so we don't know it, it was 35 oh, years they... we saw like five minutes of it i mean if you're if 20 years go i by, lied it was like 25 baseball. minutes of it yeah it was well the whole time my boy soda boy upstairs is just deteriorating as a man that was funny. I really <laughs> that, liked that, that whole sequence. that whole bit was great. 
the, yeah like that literally every time they came, they came on i was like laughing so hard because yeah. i'm like these guys are insane because they're like getting what they're asking for which is what yeah. makes it so funny to me <laughs> like leave my elevator alone yeah they're chanting <laughs> that it's so funny my boy my boy came up because he got that bar for free right yep and he got yeah. that whole setup that they and he got, got, him he got yeah all set up yeah sure he had a struggle in here to get a weird sun tattoo but my boy came up Oh, yeah, like, like when Christopher Walken's like, you got something on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, when they're, like, building on the property, he's like, I demand to have the whole bottom floor. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> this movie could have been a lot shorter without that subplot and been fine, but I'm glad it was in it. Yeah, it was, like, subplot, the honestly, it, it would have, like, I think it was kind of a palate cleanser for everything else that was happening in the movie. Yeah, Like, it was nice to kind of, like, have a change of pace for a second. Because it was so funny how it was growing every single time it showed them. Like, yeah. he just stands there, he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm the mother. And then everyone else stands up, and he's got, the like, mother. this whole following now. <laughs> I, I will say this about this movie, and this, this, this will be my final thought. I feel that there's a version of this movie that exists that's an all-timer for me. You know what I mean? Like, if there are some edits, some some changes, yada, yada, like, this movie could be, like, one of the best romantic comedies of all time. Uh, it's not, but it's still very cute, and I like it a lot. So that's my review. Yeah, sure. I think it's good. I think that it's my not review as good or as the I remember movie. it being both. We think Hell your yeah. review is good, Joe. <laughs> Hell good <yeah>. job. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just think it's, like, funny how, like, Eve is so tough for like basically 90% of the movie and all of a sudden she realizes she's in love and then five minutes later she's cooking in the kitchen with his mom I'm like you just like <laughs> immediately just like turned yourself on your head to like be this girl for this guy she definitely goes through just kind of like a like I mean, end of Greece personality change for for yeah, no discernible reason he's got money my... and that's my type baby money I, I like there's <laughs> a joke when they kind of figure that out, uh, her and um, Dave Foley's character. Oh, she's where... like, at least I fell in love with him first. Before I did <laughs> yeah, him. I liked that where he's like, at least I fell in love with him before I found out he was rich. And he's... <laughs> I thought that was cute. I thought it was pretty cool to see like all these things that his dad did for him actually paid off. Like all the uh, baseball cards were like worth thousands of dollars. Like all the shares made him like the multi-millionaire. Stocks, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's kind of funny that the like little things it's like little things they had given up on the little things. There you go, Cisco. Oh my god, throwing some good Charlotte in here. I but it's like you said it, man, not me. Oh my god, Joe, Joe. (laughs) I forgot what we were talking about already. I just because the the dad teaches him so much, but it's the the things the dad has seemingly given up on that are the things that actually in the end kind of save them. Yeah. It's the dad like, that made he, him a multimillionaire. Yeah. Yeah. But he learns stuff in the streets just from him like experiencing it. Although I thought it was funny every time he's riding the bus and then he would just like yell at the bus driver to just stop. I love that he was freaking out my boy Tweaker. <laughs> On the bus? Yeah. He's like, Do you have a gun? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> the guy's so freaked out by him. Yeah. I like um all the scenes that have to do with the, the adult bookstore. Where like the dad goes in and freaks out, tells him it's filled with like poison gas. Yeah. So he sees it when he comes out and freaks out. Then when um Eve and Troy go in it at the end and they're like, I didn't realize what they were doing was trying to find like a hatch. Oh, stomping the... around. Yeah. I, I thought they were just like You never just went into a, an, an adult store and started stomping or something. <laughs> like <laughs> that it took me like five minutes of that scene to be like, Oh, they're trying to find his like home under the store. 
And the uh, owner's like, and the owner's like, trust me, all the good stuff's in the front. <laughs> like that's not, it's not what we're here for. Oh, I don't know. It was funny because like three quarters of the way through the movie or so, I was like, this is the second episode of the podcast I'll be on where Brandon Fraser is playing a character from the past coming to the present. Oh, I haven't even no. thought of that. Fear Street too. He's not they in had people Street. from the past coming from the present. If we just imagine like Skull Mask is Brendan Fraser, then yeah. I would like to see that. It I would like out. it more. Even the conjuring, the demons and ghosts you see, we can just imagine that's Brendan Fraser instead of like a young woman. You can imagine anybody's Brendan Fraser. Uh-huh. Pretend Joe's Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it's called him Brendan well, Fraser. I've been doing that every time I've been on this. It helps. It really helps. It's a true disorder. But all right. <laughs> Cisco, what are your final thoughts on Blast from the past? Yeah, do you have any stats for us? Me? Yes. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. it was, that was my first time viewing too. I think I texted you guys that it was a little cringe at first, but it was like, like a good cringe because I felt bad for him. I was like, he's just a nice guy and he's obviously doesn't know how the world because it's working. And this is what I kind of would have wanted to see when it was Dudley do right. Like he was, you know, this like dork, but he was still charming. He still had his moments. Like this is what I would have liked to have seen be put into Dudley do right. Like this type I... of cringy like dorky character who's still lovable on the side yeah i totally agree with that like i think he's doing a better take of what dudley do right should have been here than he does in dudley do right yeah because like he, he would say lines like he's like don't take the lord's name in vain and you're like okay but it, it you know he's doing it because he's just like a sweet man child yeah but for I stats uh, i mean he's quick he can outrun a, a what, what was that child service or who who, who was trying to capture social services like or something social services, yeah the cops or something which was the smartest I, he move a in the movie based parents. on everything he said like yeah yeah <laughs> he's aligned with his and like i get it like that. that was his true story but like if yeah. i heard that i'd be like nah I'm, you're going to yeah. the movie bin well, that's what they called him yeah, he, he's fast which is he why can... i live in fear every day uh-huh but he's fast he, he can survive a car crash because he broke that lady's car and he was oh fine. my god that's not a car <laughs> crash <laughs> I no, mean, he he's fucked got, that car up. <laughs> he's he's got underground powers. I don't know what that equivalents, but he's got the power to live underground. I mean, he, he doesn't get nauseous a... on an elevator. That's true. Yeah. But the most important stat, <laughs> that's the only stat we've never talked about before, <laughs> is he's got money, baby. <laughs> Anything that's gonna help him in uh, the sixth sense? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody could think of anything. I don't no. know. Yeah. I mean, there's no way money's gonna hurt him in surviving yeah. the sixth Maybe. sense. He could Maybe buy a better psychiatrist. Just uh, <laughs> bills strapped around his torso. I mean, he punched Nathan Fillion three times quick in the oh, face. Yeah. Oh, oh, I he, forgot. Oh, yeah, Nathan scene. Fillion. Yeah, Don't tell Missy. Yeah. yeah, that scene's great. I like that. I like, how like, was oh, getting, go. I like how he was getting mad at him, but he was just defending himself. He's like, he's yeah. like what? And like, he even, even he was like. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was gonna. Said we shouldn't fight at all. I mean, uh... He's like, stop it. He's like, I don't want to hit you. And yet she still had I... the gall. I honestly, I kind of wish he had he had hooked up with what's her name, Sophie, Sophia. I also want to know what the story was behind Sophie and why she didn't like her so much. Uh, yeah, that, that's those are some of my yeah, favorite. Like, those are some of my favorite bits in movies where someone's just like so irate over someone and you just and never we don't know why. Know why? She's like fucking Sophie. And it's like, yeah. who the fuck is Sophie? <laughs> He just shows up for like ten minutes or five minutes into the bar scene. I, little, that seems. I like how um, in that she's like trying to explain what's wrong with Sophie. And she's like she she just looks like a bitch. <laughs> He's like Troy says that about you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that's a cute nice. sound. We all, Let's we catch all... our commercial I, break. Yeah, baby. it's cute. It's definitely like it's surprisingly inoffensive. I feel like is the best way yeah. to describe it. Like that is a really good way to put it. It's a movie it, you could like put on for people. I don't know. You know nothing about their movie taste, and they'll be like, "Okay, be like, okay, yeah." I think most people are going to be okay with. As movie. a poor person, I, think, I was offended by all the money he was flaunting, throwing around with well, Mo Wagner cards. Yeah, I don't think they ever said Wagner, but you you, you saw him. You'd see you saw Wagner card in the beginning. Oh, okay. A misprinted Mickey Mantle. A misprinted Mickey, Mickey rookie Mickey Mantle yep. from the Boston Red Sox, best player yep. on that team. I love when he um. After he leaves, he starts pulling extra cards out of his jacket. I like yeah, that he uses that as a form of payment. At this one. <laughs> He's like, I'll pay you in a baseball card to take me to my hotel. That was a good. Dude, she got fucking a payday out of that. I mean, she gave it up at the end. She's like, or not the end, but like halfway through, she's like, I can't take this. Okay, but then she still did because they got together. Yeah. Uh, oh. Wrong, baby. You got to read between <laughs> the lines. That's how you, that's how you avoid annulment. You make it seem like you don't want the money. And they're like, well, fuck, I want to give you more money. Can you send me your thoughts on annulment and tips? Uh, Yeah, just don't get married. All right. Good <laughs> Trunks, what? Write those down. <laughs> Trunks and Cody, yeah, write those down. <laughs> life rule number five, never get married. All right, well, let's talk Cody about... Cody and I want to well, do together. Since we talked about life rules one business. through five, let's talk about the sixth yeah. sense. Cisco, do you got any descriptions? Yeah, sixth sense. Directed and written by M. Night, you know... Star, um, right, uh, creator of such hits as The Happening, After Earth, <laughs> uh, Lady in the Water. You need to tell me to mute next time before you drop a bomb like that. Like, I knew what you were going to do, and you still did it. <laughs> I mean, those are his, I don't know why we're laughing. Those are his most critically move movies. <laughs> so, came out August 6, 1999. So, you know, for one time, IMDb didn't screw us over and get the wrong ears. It did on Blast from the Past. It says oh, that. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I, I Cody pointed that out to me the other day. Maybe use Wikipedia. Maybe we should just. Wikipedia says her. 99. I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, Wikipedia has got her back. I can't use Wikipedia anymore because I've ignored that donate $3 message so many times. <laughs> and so I'm like, I just feel guilty now. Like, I'm just like, okay, then I'm not going to use your service. It's been a rough time. Time, anyway, one time of 107 <laughs> minutes, baby. We come, come a little close. I'm not, we, we, we like a good 90 minute movie. So, you know. Yeah. 17 minutes give me the director's I, cut 17 minutes off this one's like uh, for we, how long it is i feel like it it uses that runtime well uh-huh. like Joe, i didn't get tired at any point c- cancel his 90 minutes t-shirt please all right i got you me and cisco, <laughs> cisco uh, do you want me to cancel his or do you want me to get you two give me two i'll wear them one, <laughs> on one of my legs um uh, budget of 40 million <laughs> if we're, we're talking about money losers this movie made no money just a measly six hundred and seventy-two point eight million. Couldn't even hit seven hundred. Couldn't even get seven hundred, you old broke bitch. Yeah, you had to be in the Come point on. eights. And even the point eights, like you old broke Spider-Man the movie makes these days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you make? And that's even broke too. <laughs> okay, I think the six cents made that much money. That's insane. How much money? Well, that, I, that might be this a... movie. It's justified. This movie was huge. What did Joe say? If it doesn't make 20 times its budget, yes, I agree. <laughs> I learned that from Mr. Dex's class. I don't know much about numbers being bigger than other numbers. <laughs> but yeah, it's but not you big know enough. about buttons. Yeah, I know a lot about buttons. Oh, uh, starring Bruce Willis, Haley Joe Osmond, and then, uh, how do you say her last name? Tony Coletta? Tony Coletti. Coletti? Is, is she Italian? Is she wear Italian? She's yeah. Australian. Oh, she's Same a wear Australian. Crikey. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Meet yourself, Joe. 
right. A balding 44-year-old man who's bad at his job follows frightened child around while child tries to survive being a freak. <laughs> oh, my God. You got an auto screen for me. Disco, we asked you for a plot synopsis of the that sixth sense no that's what it was Not man. cody's He's week balding. to week daily activities damn it i knew you were attacking somebody <laughs> but what happened so to many me? jokes i'm not balding i'm just bald okay there's yeah, a difference you look, you look good though bruce well, I, 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 I knew you were so. gonna say i knew you were gonna say balding i knew it <laughs> i fucking knew you i mean did you see that man's widow speaks like just let it yes go, man. <laughs> yeah they Okay, here's the thing about this movie. They did my boy wrong because they focused on his widow peak a fucking lot. They really did. I really personally did. really appreciate the fact that we have a movie with a major movie star in it, and his hair looks like trash the whole time. Yeah. Well, like, I was thankful of it because like every time, people. like everywhere he was standing, like his hair was pointing to where the exit was. So it was helpful. <laughs> you know, you could just turn around and be like, thanks, Bruce. And you're just on your way. I, yeah, I, don't even have a follow-up no you but you but you trust a bald child psychologist dr phil no thank you was this everyone's first time watching it or Uh, no i I meant the other way of that question the other version you know what i mean what this was my first time yeah that you've seen this one before in one time Y'all oh, seen this movie before, gummies. right? I've never, I've never seen it all no, the way not through the before this. Straight weed now. I'm just eating it <laughs> like a tea. Joe's on a good one. Uh, no, this was I my wouldn't first say time. a good one, but I, I would say I'm on one. Uh, quick question: How do you spell tiramisu? Uh, T i m m e a m o. <laughs> it's T i r a m i s u. Okay, close it's, enough. T o n i c o l l e t t e. Was there tiramisu in uh, Sixth Sense? No, I was just typing in. Why the fuck we talk? <laughs> what the fuck we talking about it? I, He's I want to see if I, I want to see if Costco still sells those tiramisu in the cups. Here's what I want. Here's <laughs> here's what I want. I um, want to know if this is going to be a heavily edited episode or one that doesn't get released at all. I, who gives a shit anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty two, baby. That's the energy. So, uh, we've all, okay. so we've all seen the Sixth Sense. At this point, yes, we have all now seen yes. this. Sense. Well, I'm asking Cisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd seen it as a kid, so this is like huh. my first view, and as was, you know, my brain slightly fully developed. I, so I'll talk about it later, but I got my big one sour grape about this movie. Well, I love green grapes, so I love sour grapes. What is it? You want me to just go for it now? Let's just go for it now, man. This is the movie that the sixth sense. This is the movie where the kid sees dead people. That's all you. That's all. That's you need my to biggest gripe. I like really. I feel like at this point in time if you don't know everything about this movie even if you haven't seen it like you Uh you're not paying attention i hadn't seen this movie and i knew every beat of this movie as i was watching it i still loved it like it was still a great experience but i knew everything that happened in this movie yeah i knew the two major points but i didn't know like it's kind of like the kid is haunted really i didn't really know that he was just like a haunted child or like you know no, I think the only thing hunted by I ghosts did to okay, like so do their fucking dirty work. Here's what question it comes down to. I, I had the whole time during this, and maybe as somebody people who have seen this before, you might have an opinion. Does Haley Joel Osment know the whole time that Bruce Willis is a ghost? That was um, my question: is if he think, knows who is alive and who's dead. I but think so because, because I, they say. I think he does because in the beginning when they when they first meet each other, he's running away from Bruce Willis as he's like following him. So yeah. my guess is. Because he can also see like how they died, so maybe 
saw the blood splat. Um, that might just be made up, but I, I know mean, for sure he, he was like he was running away from him. Oh, and the other major beat of this movie is that Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Not the whole time. I mean, he he's alive at the very beginning. Okay. Five no, minutes besides the first five minutes. minutes. <laughs> the only thing I didn't know about this movie is you see him get shot get at shot, the beginning, yeah. which. I like. I, uh, I wish I had seen this when it first came out, and like, got these kind of surprises without having yeah. known it. Because oh, I feel like this would have. It would have. Uh, I don't know if if I had somehow seen this now without knowing that, I may have been able to guess what was going on. Honestly, yeah, they, they, I mean, they allude to it a lot. They literally talk about how he's like he sees ghosts, and it's like you're talking. You're looking at this guy who's following this kid for the whole movie. There's got to be something going on with him. 44 you know? year old. Just but I mean, like, child. yeah, like, why is there no other adult talking to this man? Because yeah. that yeah. literally doesn't like, happen in the movie. He's just like in real places. He's, he's at the house. He's at the school. Like, what What are you doing? Why are you yeah. doing? Well, they also try to trick you where it's like he goes to the anniversary dinner and it looks yeah. like his wife is looking at him, but just not saying anything. But like, she, obviously, she doesn't see him because he's dead. But it's like they try I, to well, trick the first you. Time, and the first time he's like, he introduces himself to the kid. There's that shot where he's sitting across from the mom, and it mm-hmm. kind of looks like they're looking at each other. It does kind of look but like she they just had a tense him. conversation yeah. about like him. Yeah. But like, the yeah, if if you're paying attention, she never directly talks to him. Never even like looks in his direction. References him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I for most of the movie was convinced that the dog you keep seeing run around I was going to be a ghost too. Yeah. But then eventually but the she... mom does something yeah. with the dog. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was too. I, I actually said, it's like, oh shit, is he a ghost too? And then she was like, Sebastian. And I'm like, okay, never mind. That ruined everything for me. That was a like, cute dog. Too. To the dog. That was a really cute dog. So I'm glad the dog wasn't dead. I will say, even knowing the two big, you know, plot points or the two big moments of this movie, I thought this movie was fantastic. Like, there was so much, like, the acting was great. J- Haley Joel Osment was, like, amazing in it especially I, for being a kid like that's crazy for i his career really fascinates me because he came on and did these like a couple really big movies where he was just heralded as this great actor and then he disappeared for years yeah and then it just, it just the happens past, with child actors it's crazy yeah but then in the past four or five years he's popped up on a bunch of different kind of comedy things He's, well, he's, in a, he's in the boys, and he's great in the boys. For he's like, in the boys, the shadows, baby. He's, he's in one. Well, he's in one shadows. of our. He's on one of this podcast's favorite uh, movies, Tusk. Oh. Tusk, yeah, he's in Tusk. He's in um, Future Man. If you haven't seen Future Man, I always oh, highly he is. recommend I need to that. Watch that. Damn, no, so this, baby. this dude's just living off fucking. I feel like he's pulling like a Daniel Radcliffe, even though Daniel Radcliffe has made way much more fucking money than probably you know. Hey, also, he's been a lot more active. So <laughs> then, well, I don't I, know. Daniel anymore, Radcliffe but... never really stopped. I think he, yeah. Well, he was... Harry Potter started transitioning to. Well, like, I mean, like in the hey, in the I'm sense of just Harry Potter, like you yeah. have this iconic role when you're a kid, make all this money from it, and then you could just do whatever. Like you could still act and just fucking weird shit that you want to act. Yeah, in. Guns Akimbo. Like who who would have yeah. thought? Like Daniel Rad- Harry Potter would have been in Guns Akimbo. Right. You guys ever see him? Horns? Swiss Army Man. Oh, I have, no, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. I haven't seen he's Swiss Army Man. Horns. Swiss Army Man is. I, I will preach that movie till the day I die. I, that movie. He's is really good. He's really good in Miracle Workers. That's on HBO Max. I do Miracle need to see Workers that too. Is, 
I only watched speaking, the first season, but that was a lot of fun. Speaking of miracle workers, this movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 86% <laughs> critics, 90% audience. Oh, man. I just pulled for edit. Yeah, I heard you. you shit out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, damn. I don't know what the fuck just happened there. I, I literally just blacked out and I woke up to this screen. Uh, yeah, what was it? 80, 90 with the audience? 90 audience, 86 critics. That makes sense because I gave it I gave it a four point five. Yeah, I gave it a four point five. I think you and I gave us or gave both of these movies the same rating, which which four. has happened a lot lately. <laughs> I so, so good. I think this movie was the <laughs> was the late like the very last thing to get added to one of my best of the year lists. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> I'm laughing at Cisco. Why the fuck you laughing at? Why you blaming me? Cisco said the joke. Yeah, no, Cody, four, five, and three, five. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of yeah, speaking we, of jokes, we score we score a lot of things exactly the same. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's how I want Joe's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> we just all agree. Life's better when you have friends who just agree with everything and support everything you do, no matter what uh, it is. Two fun facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael Sarah auditioned for the role of Cole uh, Sierra. Well, and Marissa Tomei also applied uh, audition <sighs> for the role for Lynn's here. Oh, oh, I would love to see that. Of Marissa Tomei. I, that version yeah. would have been well, Hotter. I, it probably would have been great too. Mm. Mm. All the, I will what say, uh, speaking of Lynn, like uh, I, it, I was like, she looks so familiar. I had no idea that was Tony Collette. Like, I, she looks so different from what she looks like. Yeah, here. the first like couple slide. scenes she was in. I was like, I know that's Tony Collette, and it's taking a lot of effort to see it. I thought that about uh, Donnie Wahlberg too. I was like, that's Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie like, Wahlberg still a trip like, to see. Hell? Yeah. Wait, was yeah, Donnie boy. Wahlberg the teacher? No, Donnie Wahlberg's the he was guy, the, the, the Vincent, the guy who, sh- the guy who the shoots, end. the guy oh, yeah. who shoots. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, the guy Donnie the... Wahlberg Holy from shit. Saw Two. Oh, I thought that was a McBoyle. McBoyle was not. I did not recognize that as Donnie Wahlberg. Because when I think of Donnie Wahlberg, I think of Dead Silence and Saw Two. Oh yeah, I just I, to be that. fair, when I think like when I he gets try his head to smashed picture... by ice in Saw Four though. Yeah. When I try to picture Donnie Wahlberg in my head, I just end up picturing Johnny Drama from Entourage. <laughs> well, I imagine Trunks. You'll get this too, and you can you can cut this out if you want, Cisco. I don't I don't care anymore. The the Bitch. old Doug loves movies bit where Daniel Van Kirk played yeah. Mark Wahlberg and he would <laughs> yes, just always yes. talk about like Donnie Donnie's being his lap dog. Yeah, like, oh, Donnie's in the car. We cracked the window just a little bit. He's fine. <laughs> and they're like, he's just happy to be here. Oh, God, I miss those bits. So good. Just a whole episode of just impersonating fucking Mark Wahlberg. Just hundreds of episodes of it. Yeah. <laughs> I Okay, fuck it. From now on, we're just here to review Doug Love's movies. <laughs> You're no, reviewing no. a podcast? No, yeah. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to Doug Love's movies in years, but anyways, I yeah, the Sixth to, Sense, man. Well, we'll talk about it later. Dude, we should do a, a, a Marissa Tomei season. Oh, I could be just so we can watch Spider Man. Uh, Wild Hogs, mostly for me. <laughs> she has an Oscar, doesn't she? I want any reason something to watch. weird. Yeah, for the, uh, for the wrestler. She's also want... my cousin Vinny. I like my cousin Vinny a lot. And my cousin Vinny. That might be what her. Hang on. I want to watch. I, I think I... she's nominated for my cousin Vinny. 
I just need any reason to watch uh, Crazy let's... Stupid Love again. Oh, no, she's let's... in the first Purge too. But not the first Purge. She's in the fourth entry of the Purge franchise the fourth, called the first yeah. Purge. Yeah, fourth, four, Purge, yeah she won Purge Best Jean. Supporting Actress for My Cousin Vibby. Hell yeah. Uh, I just can't believe Cisco said Wild Dogs. He's always <laughs> Oh, prominent. shit. She's in Toxic Avenger. Yeah, we're doing Mercy for me. Okay, anyways, <laughs> The Sixth Sense, man. Yeah, this anyways. great. <laughs> Speaking of Toxic, my biggest gripe with this movie is he convinces him to help these ghosts figure out what's bothering them he helps my girl pukey you know put her mom in jail You put some you put some respect on Marissa Cooper from the OC's name. <laughs> Her she, name she, was she, credited as Pukey. He's, yeah, Pukey. He's just reading. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, Pukey Brewster. <laughs> so no, it's not. Don't fuck with me like this. Is it really? Uh, Trunks, change the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he he gets him to do this. He helps her, you know, puts away some hoe in jail. Doesn't get an award for it somehow. Oh. Just creepy ass kid shows up to a guy's funeral, daughter's funeral, hands him a tape, and just disappears. <laughs> next next scene, my boy is thriving. He's he's in a play. He's like the, he's the lead actor. His life is good. I was like, what the fuck is the montage of him getting to that point? Let me see him solving. You know, yeah cases more murders more deaths <laughs> let me have at least like a five minute of that 107 runtime of him just scooby doing shit and just getting better at life don't yeah. just don't just go from nice little, help, nice little reference shop yeah yeah let's just go from being like some weird dark avenger in someone's funeral and then the next moment he's what is it peter pan king arthur. king arthur king arthur yeah silence village idiot I don't know why that line has been stuck <laughs> oh. in my head since '99. That shit's fucking funny. I that kid. That's where that's like where that I think of that downfall line. Yeah. Is like one of the greatest yeah. things. Okay, well, the can whole we talk movie about... being an asshole. Like that, you see his like terrible commercial, which is like the one reason he's like popular. <laughs> and at the very end, he gets the worst role and gets called an idiot on stage. Like, <laughs> the the uh... Tony Tonerson or whatever his name was. <laughs> Tony the... Tonerson the fucking him throwing his shoe at the tv when his commercial was on yeah. was the hardest i've laughed <laughs> so at anything good. in a fucking long time so good. oh my god because it was just so unexpected for like a movie yeah. like this like he's been such a polite like nice kid the whole time to see him just fucking chuck his shoe across the kitchen and shut it off was so good it was so fucking funny to me kind of like how like eve was pissed at sophie in blast from the past like we got no explanation as to why he fucking threw a shoe i mean he hates his kid the kid bullies him yeah but you don't throw a shoe in the house man i mean he throws that's, un- that's unhaley joe osmond like behavior i like that scene i can too. argue that it is his behavior because he's literally the one that does it so <laughs> i love that he's got the like gloves on too because it's so cold oh yeah he, yeah. he has, yeah his whole vibe in this movie was was great like the opening scene, he's got the. You hear that, Bob? Got his ass, boys. <laughs> Wish we had a soundboard so we can put some alarms or something on there, you know. But no, Haley Joe Osmond, honestly, great in this. 
And one thing I remember is I didn't read any fun facts or anything about this. I just I I tend to just trust Cisco now blindly. Yeah, baby, because, Mr. Baby. You know, done. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I remember there was like an interview he did when he was a, like a kid. And I'm pretty sure Haley Johnson was like nominated for this role for like best supporting actor. He but then, the main lead. Then... We all looking it up? Who yeah, everyone's looking it up except me. <laughs> he, I already told you. Yeah, he was nominated for an Academy Award. Holy shit, this movie got six nominations. But then that Oscar. year in his category, there's like a there's like a something lemon, like some some guy named that or some old man who won the Academy Award that year. That's a whole nother search. Give me a minute. No, long story short, that old man was like, hey, kid, you did really good work in the movie. But he was like, they're going to give me the award because I'm dying. (laughs) And then they did give him the award. And he died like shortly after. (laughs) Best supporting actor? Yeah. Who's that actor? Um, Jack Lemon? Is that his name? That's what I, uh, Jack Lemon or something. Well, John Michael Caine won that year. Well, he's dead. Yeah, didn't you see? Didn't you see uh, the Quiet American? Like, or maybe Kane's it was someone dead. else. I don't know. I thought it was Haley Johnson. <laughs> I'll look that up later. But some kid actor said that. I so I really enjoyed this movie. I it's I feel like it. We kind of hit a point in our lives where it starts becoming rare that you see something you've missed. Mm-hmm. like for so long and you put it on you're like how how have i gone my life without watching this yeah right. about this was very that... much that moment for me today <laughs> i thought you were about to say you see yourself in bruce willis oh yeah dead dead and just trying to fulfill whatever's left in your life dead and trying to talk to children you know what was actually kind of creepy Bob... in this movie it's like um bruce willis is watching the play and he's got like a smile that's the first time i've ever seen bruce willis smile with teeth I was like, no wonder why he doesn't do that anymore because he looks dean. creepy as fuck. There's two things I received on that man: his gums and his hair. <laughs> the gum yeah, obsession. This, this is a great movie. I, I still, when whenever the ghost showed up, I still got like a sense of like creepiness. I, oh, the ghost! I watched. Yeah, when I saw it as a it kid. It was cool. Yeah, I wasn't really because going into it, I was like, this is really more of a thriller than it is horror. I it's you know? more and, of it, a... and it is, but it's like. Um, right. it's to actually me, it's, creepy, like at times. I to me, it's almost more of a drama. Like, yeah, there are definitely like I would almost call this like a like a fantasy drama, like a dark fantasy drama. Fantasy you living in? The one with ghosts, with shotgun wounds to the back of their heads. Hey, come on! I'll show you where my dad keeps his gun. Come on! <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, my that boy, was, shotgun McCullen. That one's fucked up. I, I, I was like, Shotgun McCullen was just like a normal looking boy, then all of a sudden, boom, boom, just like that, no fucking back ahead. That person I, again, actually that made me I have to. At, at like 10 years old, someone explaining that to me. I saw that and I literally had to look up the rating of the movie. I was like, wait, is this PG 13? Like, that was pretty nasty for like yeah. a PG 13 movie. Well, I think the I, biggest well, they got one, away with two? it. It's like, well, one, at least you didn't see it. Yeah. That's, that, that's yeah. technically the second gun. Shot head trauma. the head of the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. should have um, made Jeff watch this one. I say the, no, the surprise though. Again, the montage to tell me, you know, what ghost he's uh he's saving and which ones he's not. Cisco, I'm sorry for no 
don't, don't always even having to break it to you. I'm you're sorry never... for having breaks. Not every movie's gonna have a montage, man. It's gonna be a montage. <laughs> montage. Not There's every not a... every movie. I guess there isn't any montages. If we're up to Cisco, every movie would be a montage. Now we know this why the whole movie didn't this, make 700 What is it? If, if you expect disappointment, you'll never be disappointed. Hey, mm-hmm. Stop quoting Spider-Man at me. Oh, right. I was quoting it at Cisco. Why is everyone... Why are you all bullying me? You know why. Because Batman taught us not to be they afraid still, of scum like they you. They still have COVID. That's why this episode's <laughs> off the fucking rails. Um, okay. What, which of the ghosts is the scariest? to you guys in this which like just kind of sticks with you the much yeah. the fucking the, yeah, the dead bicyclist yeah that was creepy oh. which one was the dead bicyclist again the one, the one the last area. one you see oh, i didn't even i wasn't paying attention where she was yeah. like he's standing outside my window oh i didn't even see that mine was uh, a yeah. the abused wife that like cut herself because she was screaming mama no dinner is not ready what are you gonna do you can't hide me anymore! Letty, you're a terrible husband! Letty! Look what you made me do! Letty! That's like, that like probably the... Oh, and then the one in the... Or Two-Face. Hey, that the one was in the closet very... is my... Is the one that scares me the most. Just but you don't you, see the one in the closet, You don't right? see it, which yeah. makes... Uh, to me, that makes it worse. Yeah. That like, does make it creepier, The yeah. story of, like, why is there a person in that closet screaming for help? And then, like, what is happening to Haley Joel Osment when he... Yeah, he's getting locked the door in open? Like, that one's yeah. so scary to me. too because he asked let me ask uh malcolm aka bruce like he's like what if they don't want help what if they want to attack me he's like he's like i don't think they will he's like bitch he just got attacked like 20 seconds ago <laughs> he got beat up in a little closet like he's been covered in like scars scratches, and like yeah. scratches and stuff like he's getting attacked regularly he's like nah kid you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> just shut your mouth oh. and solve some cases you know what's interesting like okay we mentioned that one ghost, the abused housewife who like cut herself, yeah, and her like screaming and being like aggressive. That's pretty like this. This predates like James Wan even doing like the Conjuring and shit like that. Oh and there's definitely God. scares like that. You know what I mean? So I don't think so. Either way, I he know, thinks it's I just I don't. Then... Can we do James Wan and like seven degrees of James Wan in the Sixth Sense? Can we somehow connect these in like seven? We can do that because this movie, yeah, oh, easy. like one while it while it's not. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that's true. This fucking Donnie Wahlberg, baby. M- massively oh, influential. That's right. Yeah. We did it, baby. Just three. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm not even going to acknowledge my bit, but yeah, that was good. No, but oh, yeah, this movie's fucking influential, right. dude. It, this movie, massive. I think. This movie, get, like, this movie invented the twist ending. It did. And as oh, much no. as I feel like that launched. Not Sleepaway uh, Camp. That was Casa, Casablanca. As much as this movie launched Emmett Shyamalan's career, I think it also mm-hmm. kind of doomed it. Yeah, yeah I think it made his you... head too big. You know, like, Not even like... That. I think it was just like, oh, you came out with <sighs> who can I compare this to? I mean, what band? What band had like a really good first album and then just never was that great? Fall, afterwards? Fallout Boy. 
all of them every I'd day. say like all time low. Yeah, yeah all time, it's like all time low. I mean, just because like you know I, I, mean? I feel like, like the first one's great. This I mean, came out. Well, no, not even all time low. They don't deserve that kind of fucking. Can we? I mean, judging by his box set performance, all of his movies have made money besides like two of them. Yeah, because his name alone. Yeah, even even After Earth made some money. Mm-hmm. I they've all made well, mo- well money, but I feel like because of this movie, NJ, like, yeah. everyone talked about this movie has a huge twist at the end, which became his thing. Yeah, to the well, point where it's like yeah. people was only it, wanted to see his movies for that, so he kind of kept doing that. Which was it advertised as like, oh, like an ending you have to see to believe or something like that? Because kind of, I, no, I don't think. Whenever they advertise uh, stuff like that, it's like never worth it because they were doing that for Nightmare Alley. They're like, oh, you have to see this ending to believe it, and it's like, oh, then I don't have to see this movie. Like if you're trying to lean so heavy on a twist <laughs> ending. Like they did really that for Nightmare Alley because there's not Alley. really a there's not even a like what twist like there's not even a twist really. Oh no, that speech so. from earlier comes back to haunt him. <laughs> just a and you know, just a complete story. Nicoletti's in Nightmare Alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, she is yeah. so good. I know you, it was funny because I was listening to an older episode two weeks ago, I think, and you guys were oh. talking about Tony Collette, and I was like, she is really good in like I, everything that I see her in, I, I especially mean, the horror stuff. I she don't has get me had wrong. A run lately like yeah her past four or five movies have been gold like hereditary and uh dream horse knives Knives out Out. you guys know how i feel about knives out like i can't talk enough about that movie and she's great in it too Mm -hmm. although the whole ensemble is like what makes that movie but yeah definitely um but Uh she's so good in this like that's that last scene with her and Haley joel osmond in the car like i actually teared up like during that scene it was like so emotional what I really like about her performance in this is she is not she is not acting in a horror movie. She's not even acting in a supernatural movie. Like she's acting. She's she being is, a mom. She is giving like the best possible performance of an like a a mother who is like overburdened with like responsibility, has too much going on. Like she she's doing such a great job of like I feel like so many movies where it's like a single mother and the, the kid is like showing signs of like something bad going on. Like there's always yeah. something where it's like the mother dips into like anger or like does something bad to the kid at some point. But like yeah, at no point in this does she ever like she just had a home really have though. a problem with like she, I don't know. I, I don't she's even know. Making, she's literally just trying. She's and, acting and like a frustrated squ- mom. Which this is funny like kid who's was. anemic, asthmatic and she sends him home. She sends him to bed without meatloaf. Yeah. Roast beef. Roast beef, even worse. <laughs> the way she does that too, she's just like, you've had enough oh. roast beef. Yeah. Go to bed. Now tell me, baby. I, I I won't get mad, honey. Did you take the bumblebee pendant? No. You've had enough roast beef. You need to leave the table. Go! Yeah, I will say this. I, I did love because yeah, she was just playing a mom who was just trying, you know what I mean, to provide for her family. Try better. But what I did love was that little bit of self-care, which this is a this is a form of self-care when you're cleaning and you just have like headphones in, especially oh, as that was also now and like cleans and listens to music. Yeah. Well that part was also important. Do y'all listen to music? Because it's Joe, we're not sometimes. talking about music. Oh. Uh, but do you listen but to like, it? There's a scene, right, where it's like uh, Cole is talking to Bruce Willis's character in his tent, 
Is, is that actually what happens in the movie? Or I might have looked away. But, like, she's wearing headphones, so she can't hear. Mm-hmm. Like, it's making it seem like she can't hear a oh, conversation. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, he's not there to talk. So it's, like, also important in covering up the fact that, you know, he's mm-hmm. not really there. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, nuances to, like, the filming in this movie that I think that, like, make it pretty effective. Yeah. I, it really plays off your assumption that, like, if you see a character talking to another character, or even a character in the same room as another character, like those two characters must be alive. Yeah. Like the, exactly. at the, um, right before the final sequence where he's in the play, um, he's sitting like talking to that, that woman while he's getting ready. And just as much as we've just watched two hours of this kid being like ghosts, 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 no point in my mind was going to be like, oh, this is going to be another ghost. ghost. And then the yeah. teacher walks ghost, in and it's like, who are you talking to? You talking and I was to? just yeah. like, god damn it. Like, they still are able to get you, even though they've been doing that same thing the whole movie. Well, it, the only way that you could really tell is when they have, like, some sort of physical damage done to them. So it's like, yeah. if you see that, then you're like, they're a ghost. But, like, that's why Bruce Willis, like, you can't see the gunshot in his stomach. So you just assume he's alive because everyone else is damaged i will say that is maybe my one thing that bugs me because there's not there's no bullet hole in his shirt ever and how is he shot through the stomach and only bleeding out the back also gravity i feel like you can survive survive a good shot to the stomach could i mean you're not you might not always but you could I feel like there's a good success but if you, rate. If you puncture Chunks the dude in him, like, it might bleed out. Chunks looked up the success rate of a gunshot to the stomach because 50 cents, he survived. Uh, he shots. dies very quickly. Okay, like, but I, have I you seen agree. a man, like, the size of 50 cent versus, like, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis isn't that hard. Bruce Willis is taller than 50 cent. Doesn't Bruce Willis get shot in the stomach in Die Hard? Yeah. That's okay, so he dies in an action week. movie and a drama. <laughs> Survival rate. I don't want to get into this right now. Stomach... <laughs> I okay. Let's not talk about that. But let's let's talk about survival rates of Brendan Fraser. Ninety. Yeah, I think he lives just because no one, literally, no one dies in this movie. Yeah. No... The only so okay. Let me let me give you my my take on Old this. Bruce, the, I guess the only person we see die in this movie. There's a lot of dead people. I guess we see two people die. But uh, would you say that said, you see dead people? Got his ass, boys. So, I think the person we need to be thinking about here is if Brendan Fraser is Cole, or if he's, you know, and as much as Cole (laughs) is Vincent in this. They're practically the same person. Here's my scenario. I'd say, can uh, Brendan's character stop Vincent from shooting him? I think if Brendan is Vincent, is he going to be able to cope 
or is he going to get to that same place where he kills himself? I mean, he had a good relationship with his family, so I think he's fine. I, so the thing that I'm thinking, <laughs> he yeah, could see his parents point. were divorced like fucking bitches. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser grows up in the, the bunker, and he could see ghosts the whole time, but there's no ghosts in the bunker because nobody's ever died down there, and nobody knows it's there. I guess you can say the only ghost that's down there is the mom's, you know, will. (laughs) So he comes up from the bunker and is suddenly not only introduced to a world he knows very little about, but can also see ghosts. Become a psychologist, they give him a degree. Mm -hmm. It was a very expensive frame because that was a point they made up a couple of times. They spent a lot of time on that frame. I like that. So okay, so in the scenario I laid out, do you guys think he can survive that? Does he have the mental? I honestly just fortitude? already forgot your scenario. I, I, don't, yeah. I think he's he's pretty he was pretty <laughs> mentally strong. Even even when like Eve betrayed him, he was still like, "Hey, go go check out my alibi or go to my room and you can have all my stuff." Like he was still my boy could still smile through all the pain. I yeah. don't see a situation where he would die. Like in the sixth sense, right? No, he left that voicemail that was just like, "Hey, I disappeared, I but uh, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, I'm a ghost, I wish you nothing but the best." Yeah, I think the only uh, way he would die is if it turns out Sophie is uh, mentally deranged and he goes home with him. her and she <laughs> shoots him. And that's like an audition style movie. Yeah. Would he Would he be able to help Cole? Would he be able he, to help Cole? Mm, no, I don't think I, so. I think he would. I think he I think would help him. I think he would help Cole. Because he believes everything. I think he'd believe him because his story is just as ridiculous too. I think he would try, but he's not qualified to do so. He doesn't know child psychology. Well, in the end, I feel like Bruce Willis. I feel like in the end, what helped Cole was just having someone kind of believe him and kind of like help him believe in himself. And I feel like Bruce or uh, Brendan Fraser's character could possibly do that. Yeah, I think like he would just be a nice guy who's like not freaked out by this kid just like our local nice guy joe he just wants to be talked to he just wants someone to hear him out even on his weird takes hear my takes that's all i'll hear your takes whatever fucking takes. weird takes you got i'll hear him we'll hear any okay. takes i'll hear any take. bad takes against spider-man in the matrix that's what that's what at the horror throwdown podcast on instagram is for like if you have hot takes throw them our way i'll take it uh-huh. i'll take a take you know what if I mean? you want to be on one of our episodes Twitter. hit us up yeah. yeah you have to take a take to give a take you know Oh, I like that. Like, take a penny, leave a penny. Take a take, leave a take. Yeah. Take a trauma, leave a trauma. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Wait, podcast. another thing, really quick. Uh, it's like, was the other big reveal that Vincent had the sixth sense, too? Yeah, yeah. I think that was... Because I missed that completely when I was younger. That was another thing that... I mean, Vincent wasn't even mentioned to me until I saw this movie, but, like, uh-huh. I, I do think that is part of it because that's why he comes back and he's like you because you he because you didn't understand right and then he sees this kid who was like that that was his purpose before he could pass on because he did pass on at the end yeah he had like two purposes was yeah to make up for failing vincent which was cool and then to tell his wife she was never second even though yeah. she immediately moved on oh 100 uh, uh, percent. what was this what was the span between his death and her getting my boy a year damn girl but she didn't she didn't Damn, start good. like really dating. No, yeah, I guess you it did. could have been more than a year because it says next. It said fall. the next fall. So assuming mm. it was like January when he died, that would be like. But a then wouldn't it half. be the following fall? Well, what, what's the? Yeah, that's a good point. What What are we saying is like you know what's what's the length before you can move on? Uh, minimum, that's that's a whole minimum other three podcast. Years. Cisco. Minimum, minimum three years. Minimum three years. Minimum, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. 
Six Get months for every sure. year you're together. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm just taking what Dwight shoot gave. Don't do uh, that math Tammy. right now. So. No, I, I did the math. And and wow. The okay. But it is what it is, you know. Anyways, yeah, the six cents fuck. Uh, I, I think I think he saves Cole. I think he saves Vincent. He saves everybody because he's just a nice guy who believe anything because he was raised in the bunker. He got. I think he with... takes Tony Clutt home to the bunker. Oh yeah, yeah. He makes her his wife. Uh, she's not from Pasadena. <laughs> That's true. Philadelphia I mean, is the Pasadena of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tony Collette or uh, Alicia Silverstone. I think we know who's mm. we know who he's picking. Me? Yeah, you. He's picking you. He is picking me. <laughs> you were you were contestant <laughs> I mean, number three. If he <laughs> saw if he saw Nightmare Alley. Oh yeah, then I changed my vote to Tony Collette. Easy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's always my number one. But Alicia Silverstone, who's not a good, I, I feel like she's not a good actor now. But yeah. she did it. She did it for me in this movie. I was into it. Yeah, I, I think she she sold her her role in the movie about the yeah. freak who lived in a dungeon for thirty years pretty well. Right. It makes Which me want to watch sense? some of her other nineties uh, movies, <laughs> like watch Clueless again and like Excess Baggage, shit like that, to like get the full grasp of her like power of the nineties. You know. Well, if we do, but a, hey, she's no Nev Campbell. Season. Yeah, that's true. true. She, it's true. Do love Nev, except uh, that one movie. <laughs> Scream. Cody yeah, knows which one it is. Scream 2. Okay. Scream 3. Okay. Scream 4. All right. Okay. Scream Cisco 2021. <laughs> 2022. Is that I one called Scream ass. 5 or is it just no, called, Scream? called Scream? I hate when they do that. Just called Scream 5. I love when Scream they do that because it fucks with Google searches. Like, like if it's not a movie okay. Joe was talking about. <laughs> Scream five. Now the people will never know. But yeah, so he wins this week. This was fun talking. We haven't talked about Frazier in a while. He saves a child. It's nice getting back to the roots. It is nice getting back to the roots. Bring on Cody. Talk about a nineties Frazier movie. A horror movie we can all agree is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy for me. You get like you give Jeff and Dev like all the tough ones. I get to watch a sixth sense and blast in the past. It's easy. Jeff had Black Christmas. He had a gift. He got a gift. I know. I really wish Jeff I had audition. Black what Christmas the fuck's one, his issue? We introduced just Jeff say, to Saw. He did like Saw. Shout out guys... to Black Christmas 1974 because that movie is fucking amazing. Barb, 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 sweet Barb. Man, we had so that week. Good. We had that week where we got Z and Barb back to back. We were truly thriving. <laughs> that, now we got at least. We also had a week of two. And now we have fucking COVID. You know I, what I mean? All I'm saying I'm, is the the Z and Barb weeks were COVID free. And now that I see Cody, it's COVID for me. Well, maybe you two stop open mouth kissing cats. I can't. I can't. You can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Those are your children. I don't know what else to say, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so just to get us back on the train of wrapping this up, we, we agree he survives. We agree he yes. survived. I don't know yeah. anymore, actually. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> I just watched the episode where Homer, Homer found out about jury duty, so. I just got. I he just was got trying to just prolong jury duty as long as he can. I got a call from. <laughs> it was about Powerade. his own son. Yeah. He says Brandon Fraser survives. Okay. Yeah, he survives. Yeah, Daddy Powerade has. It wouldn't be up. right if the first episode of the year didn't have him survive. You know. And not have a Powerade sponsor. Be like a bad too. omen. I mean, it's half the fun of the podcast is when he doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, and drinks Powerade. Powerade. Yeah. <laughs> chunks, chunks. You need to say Powerade. It's in the contract. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I just remember earlier when I was I like to drink. Like, I was watching this movie. I was watching these movies and I had a headache and I was like, man, I'm pretty thirsty and I have a headache. I can really go for some blue Powerade right now. 
I, you, you know, know that whole, I went to my fridge and I saw a freshly stocked fridge of all blue Powerade on sale at your local supermarkets and, uh, and liquor stores. Maybe. Blast from the past. There's a, a bit and vending where, machines in high school where um, Christopher Walken's character likes a hot Dr. Pepper. Uh, Dr. Pepper. Oh, which I is forgot that we didn't absolutely talk about disgusting. But it's but very you know reminiscent like on a hot of day? my favorite drink. A nice, cool blue Powerade. No, no, no. A hot <laughs> blue Powerade. Hell you yeah. put it in the microwave yeah. for 20 seconds, warm that blueness up, goes down yeah, smooth. You, you, you I will say, car you get your blue to neon blue, baby. Drink it I up. will say when he said hot Dr. Pepper, I just imagined uh, him boiling it, and I was like, that is the most disgusting thing. It's not hot. It's that, looked, that looked like what he did but, earlier but when he was making his coffee. It looked like Dr. Pepper. Oh, I man, like when he brings, like, once they're both first in the bunker, he brings out a tray with two mugs, and he's like, it's your favorite hot <laughs> Dr. Pepper. And she's like, that's your favorite. That's your favorite. I also love well, that on some the of the reaction. pilots when they were buying all the stuff it was just cases of Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Well, like, like when the guys were going to the house originally, he was like, oh, and he drinks hot Dr. Pepper, and the other guy's like, good God. Like, it was the most, <laughs> like, disappointing thing of all time. I wonder how, like, you know they were sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they kept mentioning it. Like, do you think I just Dr. Think Dr. Pepper was happy? Just like Six Sense is sponsored by Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, mm. that's true. There was a lot and of And the Matrix in there. is sponsored by Soul Beer. I watched the Matrix last night. Oh no, I just think so sponsorships good. are just really weird. Like if you like something so much, it's gonna come up organically, like the refreshing mm-hmm. taste of blue powerade. <laughs> just to be clear, our sponsorship is only for blue powerade. Uh, our sponsorship's actually only for Tubi, but we're going for the Powerade sponsorship. I don't have a contract, so I'm a Gatorade boy. Hey. Oh, hold for edit. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Bob. Send the you and your to the stupid cops, baby please. go away. <laughs> no, Cody, we love you. Thank you for taking the time out for joining us. Thanks uh, for you're having welcome me. On. You're you're welcome on any time as long as our schedules permit and if we want you on or not. You know, so yeah. Andy, don't mention Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that, that's the cardinal. That that's just that's bl- the just bleep word. over it. Just bleep over it. Just edit it with a voice over me going. Yeah, Joe's voice going power raid. Just like that. Power raid. <laughs> Give him remember a couple when, samples. Remember when we tried to be professional? <laughs> well, you got guests walking through the back of your thing, so you're you're distracting as all hell. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, just one more for the bank, Cisco. Power raid. <laughs> Say parry? I'm saying no, like you just get a nice refreshing blue parry. Power raid is starting to sound really weird now. Blue Perry. Are you trying to say Don Perrier? <laughs> is that that green bottle? You ignorant idiot. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I'm saying it very clearly. Blue Perry. Don Perrier. Oh my god, Joe, do the outro. All right. Well, wait. <laughs> Trunks, honestly, what are our socials again? Uh, at Horror Throwdown on Twitter and yeah, Horror Throwdown at, at the Horror Throwdown. Yeah, yeah, the Horror Throwdown podcast. I definitely gave those wrong. I don't think it's the guest star. We're also on Voodoo. Come join our account. No, no, nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) Movies for us. Take a movie, leave a movie. Yeah. I also want to quickly shout (laughs) out. Just deletes from his selection. (laughs) (laughs) I want to quickly shout out. I hated Zodiac. God damn it. (laughs) Hey, let him shout out. Sorry. I want to quickly shout out uh, one of our best friend in the podcast industry podcast i don't know how you say it uh but the vague zone you better not say tom hosted by thomas churchill uh <laughs> <pretty good laughs> that guest. motherfucker needs us on 
go yeah. check it out. I just did an episode with them, and we want to send them as much love as they've been sending us. So yeah, let's yeah. let's throw some love for Fake Zone because honestly, despite the fact of their backstabbing betrayal, they are good people and they do know what they're talking about about movies. And I do wrong. love Calm Thomas down. is one of the fucking coolest dudes. That's true of all time. Yeah, you're aggressive, um, bro. Did you die? <laughs> He's angry. Are you an angry spirit? I've known you for 24 years. You've never said something so nice to me before. Yeah, it's because we're brothers. I can't say it. Oh, I, heard, I heard a cat. Cody, cat what you got to do is start your own podcast and then don't invite Joe on it. No, what that's I do is what I do things. is what's best for everyone's mental health is I say everything I need to say about Cody behind people's back. Thank you for listening to the horror. Though. Without Cody podcast. knowing, <laughs> but it's speaking. all like, but it's all only good things. We will see it's all only week. great things. Do you know what Sam Sorry. and I talked about the other night? But our next how, how Sam will never have a relationship like me and you have cody he was like he was jealous of our relationship it's true i need i just need this on air yeah but for the horror throwdown podcast fraser edition this is joseph kincaid cisco Navarre. actually cisco i like your i like your asthma version of it go for it again buy more lot please (laughs) 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 don't we're not talking about that on this show we're not it's it's malor it's pronounced malor i knew y'all called it marlet jesus christ um yeah, we'll see you next week, it. guys. Joe. We'll see you next week for a new episode of Horror Throwdown Podcast, Crazy Edition. Have a great night. If you're going to enjoy a blue Powerade, blue why Powerade. not add a shot of Morlet? Hey, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! Don't do some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh.